I've snapped. You're listening to Geek Source Entertainment. Alright, so, I've finally done something that I've been thinking about doing for a while, and that's do a dedicated episode of my podcast to Solo, A Star Wars Story. I have not seen the film, it is not out yet um, in my town. I probably will not see it until after it's already been out for at least a few days due to um, my family's schedule. My sister is currently sick, and she'd be the person that I would typically go see movies with and just you know work schedule and everything in general probably won't be seeing this movie um so of course in the next couple of days i will be getting off of social media because yeah um it always seems like around this time people just start trolling everywhere and of course of course as you know, so to to kind of go along with that, I will be disabling comments on this video um, if you're watching on YouTube until the, I've seen the movie because of the fact that by some chance this video catches the eye of someone and they decide to spoil the movie for me, then, um, yeah, I don't want that happening. So comments will be disabled. So if you watch this video and want to share your opinion save those until until after i have seen this film so yeah why did i do a video and you maybe you may have seen the, the intro and been like well I, i've snapped what have i snapped about this is not a video i really particularly wanted to do because it's of my own opinions it goes into star wars and it's going to be a bit more rant filled but uh the the i just i i and this is my opinion on solo star wars story and the star wars fan base in general and i i, I just i need to get it off my chest i can't take it anymore you know what what led to this video um you know, so uh, a couple of days ago, uh, I think it was for Film Fridays, I uploaded, you know, the episode to uh, the YouTube channel uh, for Geek Source. And because Geek Source Entertainment follows a lot of geeky stuff, we watch, I watch a lot of geeky videos on it, I you know, was getting recommendations from these channels, apparently from you know, channels that I had watched a single video or two on. And every video, it seemed like, was negative in regards to Star Wars. Because right now, with Solo Star Wars Story coming out, every, every geek geeky channel is going to be talking about Star Wars now. Because, yeah, it's a way to kind of get your channel attention. And, of course, again... This is going to cover more than just Solo, a Star Wars story. Um, it's going to be talking about Star Wars in general, and a lot of these videos were on that, on Star Wars in general, on why they don't like where Star Wars is going, they didn't like The Last Jedi, why they don't like what Solo, a Star Wars story represents, blah, 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 blah. And 
I'm fine with opinions, okay? Like, my co-host that I, that I, I sometimes will have on on episodes, uh, we I used to do episodes with here on YouTube, here on Anchor, we've done some podcasts together, um, and some of the stuff will be rehashed of my points, anyways, of what we talked about on our last uh, episode, because, of course... It, it's going to tie into that because we were talking about Star Wars um, on that podcast. Anyways, um, and you know, him, he does not like The Last Jedi and is not thrilled with Solo. His impressions of it anyways, has no plans to see it. I am okay with your opinions. I am okay with you not liking the current state of Star Wars. But what made me inspire inspired me to do this video is i basically i kept seeing over and over in the comment sections sometimes even in the videos themselves um that if you liked star wars where it's going the new star wars films that you were a disney shill you were a not a true Star Wars fan. And even maybe a SJW. You know, because SJWs, you know, are horrible, horrible people. And, you know, honestly, in my mind, the there's nothing more annoying than an SJW. Except for an anti-SJW. And for those of you who may be listening or watching this and have no idea what an SJW is, it means social justice warrior. Someone who is a keyboard warrior who gets offended by every little thing, and typically they're on the liberal end of the spectrum. But what I've found to be more and more annoying, and it seems to be more prevalent, the, the social justice warriors, anyways, at least in internet comments section, have I don't notice them as much. Maybe it's just because I have the ability to, you know, when I see an opinion I don't like, for the most part, I can ignore it. I just brush it off. And I'm like, okay, whatever, you know. Especially if it's, you know, something inane and totally stupid like most SJW comments are about how, you know, oh, that that character, you know, like SJWs claim that would claim something along the lines of that, you know, in regards to Star Wars that... Um, Star Wars is misogynistic or something because of the fact that Leia got captured in the original Star Wars movie and had to be rescued by, you know, two straight white males. That sort of, that sort of crap. But the thing in recent, in the, the past, like, year or two, I've noticed is those kind of opinions have started to not have as much normality anyways i'm not seeing them as much and instead they're being replaced with the anti-sjws the people who go looking for supposed sjw agendas and then you know in movies that may or may not even have that and then they go looking and they and they point out how you know this movie or that movie points out that that you know and they and they they go in detail um and these people are incredibly annoying in my mind because just like sjw's who look for the slightest offense 
to get riled up about. The anti-SJW will look for the slightest amount of, you know, quote, liberal agenda to get offended over. Okay, and one of these claims that they make is that, you know, oh, SJWs have ruined Star Wars. And of course, it keeps shifting. People claimed SJWs were ruined Star Wars when John Boyega popped up for the first time on uh, at the beginning of the first teaser trailer for The Force Awakens because he's a person of color. And that was pretty um, a minor thing. You know, I didn't see too much of that, but I did see, you know, people talk about how, oh, oh, uh, you know, SJWs are going to ruin Star Wars because, you know, the, the lead characters in The Force Awakens are a female and a man who's not white. And, you know, they predicted that, you know, the movie was just going to be a bunch of SJW garbage and it was going to flop and it was going to fail. It only broke all the records, was number one movie worldwide, you know, up until Avengers Infinity War was the quickest film to hit a billion dollars worldwide, you know, it's the number one film uh, worldwide as of right now, anyways, and, you know, I get the criticism that you may have with, with some of the characters, like John Boyega being a bit of a doofus, or, sorry, Finn's character, you know, or... John Boyega's character, Finn. Ray can come off as a bit of a Mary Sue. I think the story reasons, at least, that we get in the film justify her having some of the abilities that other characters don't have. But I can understand those criticisms. Those are character criticisms that I can deal with. And I can understand. And, you know, so, of course, after, you know, the anti-SJWs had to grumble about the fact that, you know, The Force Awakens was actually a good film, and it was well-liked, so that kind of shut a lot of people up, because, you know, well, it was a good film, so, and it didn't actually dwell on that, you know, it wasn't a film that really triggered a lot of them so their their initial fears were were quelled for a bit but then you know i saw it again with uh with with rogue one when two of the leads were a, a mexican man and a female you know the lead character is is a woman and the the like the i guess you could say the secondary you know, it's an ensemble film, but the other character who has the most amount of development, so it's kind of like the, the co-lead, is um, a Mexican man, portrayed by a Mexican man. And, of course, I heard comment after comment about how Disney was going down the SJW route because they dared to make a movie that's about a woman in, you know, power, you know. Because if it's not a white male saving the day, then you must be an SJW. Um, and, and then of course, you know, that movie, of course, then won a lot of the critics over. It seems to be the most well-liked, um, Star Wars film up until this point and, uh, of, of the new films anyways, I should say. And, you know, it, it because it was awesome, frankly, I mean, the, it did have a bit of a rough first act, but by the second half, it gets really good and it's a good story and then last jedi came out and it split the fan base 
you know, for the most part, I would say that I would say that the people who don't like The Last Jedi and who are being toxic about it are a very toxic minority because, you know, when the criticism first came out, finally the anti-SJWs had their, their, their way. They were like, ha, see, Disney's failing. It only, you know, again, made over a billion dollars at the box office. It's the number seven film worldwide. I don't see how that could be any considered a failure in any way. Um, yeah, I just checked the numbers like yesterday on a box office mojo, I think was the website or something. And, you know, according to that, that statistics, it's not only the number seven movie worldwide, but it's even when adjusted for inflation is number 42, because, you know, you can argue, well, if a movie that, you know, maybe, maybe it made more, a bit more money because of inflation and it sold more money, but it's still number 42 on the list when adjusted for inflation. I wouldn't consider that a flop. Sure, maybe it did drop a little bit in performance compared to, you know, the first new films because it did have its detractors. But that doesn't mean it failed. And of course, you know, the, 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 you know, people who claim that Disney is going down this route are gloating about how, you know, oh, Star Wars says it's in, we're gloating about the fact that a lot of people didn't like it. And, you know, and this kind of, it doesn't make much sense because yeah, sure. Maybe a few, few more people didn't like this film, um, but it still made a crap ton of money. Films don't make that much money unless people like them. They just don't. Look at look at uh, Batman v Superman, for example. That film did not hit a billion dollars. Everyone expected it to. But after the first weekend, it dropped and never gained steam. It sure did. It was still a success for the studio, but it didn't hit a billion dollars when... Everyone expected it to. Even people who didn't like the film thought it would hit a billion dollars. And when it didn't, when it only, when it made even under nine hundred million, it was considered a surprise. And then you have Justice League, that is that that had the lowest opening of the DC films um, in this universe so far. That's genuine signs of people don't like this this series. You know, the evidence is right now showing that people do like Star Wars still. CinemaScore, for example, did a test. You know, CinemaScore actually polls people, from what I understand anyway, polls people who have actually legitimately seen the film, and it got an A from people who've seen the film. And I guess what what is getting this wouldn't this kind of thing wouldn't bother me, except people start making stuff up. Like the criticism for the Last Jedi is that. Oh, Luke Skywalker, he he abandoned... This is going down a bit of a rabbit trail, I'll admit, but I just gotta get this off my chest. Again, this is what this video is for. Um, You know, he abandoned him when the galaxy needed him. Luke Skywalker would never do that. Well, yeah, it's totally not like, like a Jedi to, you know, abandon and go into hiding when, uh, when, when the galaxy needs them most. You know, I mean, it's totally not like the two of the most powerful Jedi ever, you know, totally didn't hide away on, you know, a sand planet and a 
uh, swamp planet when the Emperor took over, and they totally didn't abandon the galaxy to the Empire. That totally didn't happen. Oh, wait, yes, it did. Obi-Wan and Yoda did just that. Hiding is actually the Jedi way, it seems to be. It's not out of character for a Jedi to do that. Maybe you can make the argument that it would happen that Luke Skywalker wouldn't do it. But I would disagree because it just seems to be what Jedi do when they get overwhelmed with their flaws. <laughs> um, with Overwhelmed with their failures. And, you know, and that and that is addressing a specific criticism. You know, the criticism being that Luke Skywalker as a Jedi would never do that. Is what I kept hearing. And it's like, but Jedi do that all the time. You know, Obi-Wan and Yoda both did it. Yoda went, you you can make the argument maybe that Obi-Wan went into hiding to guard Luke as a good reason. But Yoda literally was a loner on a swamp planet for 20 years. And they never got involved in the bigger conflict. And that's not a problem for those characters, but it's a problem for Luke. I don't follow. Why is it okay for two characters who, you know, were the last two remaining Jedi? Why did they go into hiding? Why is it okay for them, but not Luke? And I don't know if it's true or not, but, you know, this is going back to my original point. These people that don't like the new Star Wars then start making things up. They start making up how The Last Jedi was a flop, even though numbers show otherwise. They start claiming that, um, you know, everyone behind these films hates Star Wars. Really? I mean, maybe? It's kind of a big conspiracy. Why would you, you know, I mean, that's a lot of people to say that they, you know, all hate Star Wars. Um... It's kind of it's kind of like a national treasure at this point. Like if you don't know what Star Wars is and don't like Star Wars, it, it just doesn't follow. Why why would you be in Lucasfilm if you don't like Star Wars? It doesn't really make sense. I mean, you could make the argument that George Lucas didn't agree to this universe. Now, and I don't know if this is true or not, but in some of the arguments I read in the YouTube comment section and other places, I've never verified it, but according to that, you know, George Lucas actually envisioned Luke hiding out on the island like he does. Maybe his original intention for how long and why and, you know, whether or not he would really return and come back after he, he left the island um, was different. But the idea of Luke hiding away was, according to people who defend The Last Jedi... Again, I've not verified it for myself. That, you know, George Lucas envisioned this. This was something that George Lucas had in plan. And then this ties, this is where um, I'm going to tie this into Solo. Because the claim now is, again, no one wants to see Solo. And they've, of course, show a couple of random stuff that points to 
general disinterest the fact that you know oh a few people didn't hear about solo star wars film and it seemed like it wasn't quite as hyped up that sort of thing and of course they erroneously point to the rotten tomatoes um score for example and if you look at the score right now like i just checked it it's pretty low it's like below 40 percent of people who want to see the film according to rotten tomatoes it's you know it's totally impossible to brigade rotten tomatoes sarcasm you don't need to be you know because again what they what all these people that say oh no one no one wants to see solo a star wars story they kind of forget the fact that um it's the second most pre-sold movie in 2018 like just below avengers infinity war it was Black Panther originally set the record for 2018 as being the most tickets to have sold before the movie was released. So pre-sale tickets. And then Avengers Infinity War broke that record. Now, Black Panther had an amazing opening weekend. It had an amazing run. It made a lot of money. And then Avengers Infinity War doubled it and then broke that, you know, broke that record. And, and it's continuing to break records. It broke Star Wars The Force Awakens record. Um, for quickest film to hit number one. And Solo is number two. Solo Star Wars Story is number two. So, um, and and I, I, I was actually having a bit of a discussion with this with, with my friend. I wasn't this passionate in our discussion, but I did point this out. Uh, and I, we were talking about why, why we're, you know, not, why I, I was explaining why I'm not worried about this film. Because people are already going to go see it. They've bought their tickets. Even if they don't go fill the seat, they still gave the company money. And that's where the people start, where these critics of Star Wars start lying, that I get frustrated with. Especially when it comes to Stolo right now, because the predominant thing I heard over and over again was that Solo, a Star Wars story... No one wants to see that. It's a cash grab by Disney. And it's just Disney furthering, ruining the Star Wars brand and the franchise. And sure, maybe, maybe that's true. Maybe Disney's just in it for the money. I would argue that every company that makes movies is in it for the money. Otherwise, they wouldn't put it out in theaters put it out in dvds so i don't know why disney just because they're the biggest corporation out of out of all of them gets all the hate but that point aside there is one person who does want to see this movie who is interested in this story of the origins of han solo Guess who? George Lucas. Yeah. That's right. You can you can look it up on Wikipedia. It's right there. The backstory goes a few years back before even Disney had bought Lucasfilm. And I'll and I'll pull up my notes here. Just so that way I'm getting my infor- information right. George Lucas was the one that 
in created this project. So you can sit there and you can tell me how Solo A Star Wars Story is a cash grab by Disney and how no one wants to see it. But you can't also then turn around and say that Star Wars is that Disney is tarnishing the brand and not doing what George Lucas wanted when this movie was literally started by him. Okay. This is from the Wikipedia article. Before selling Lucasfilm to Disney in 2012, George Lucas had already started development on a film about a young Han Solo, and he hired Star Wars veteran scriptwriter Lawrence Kasdan to write the screenplay. And of course, Kasdan had to, to had to leave to work on The Force Awakens when they lost lost its writer. So then Jonathan Kasdan came in, his son, to write it, and they started working on it uh, together. Uh, he was he was unofficially helping him behind the scenes already, and then he let and then he was in charge of finishing the script for Solo until Lawrence's return. And of course, that's really all the Wikipedia article goes into it is that George Lucas, you know, started it up and then you know got Lawrence Kasdan to write it, and then Jonathan Kasdan finished it, essentially. But according to a Wired article from I think all the way back in 2015 if I'm reading the the headline right it's um from wired.com uh from a a I think from it looks like a Q&A uh, it's just a portion of an article that I screenshotted on a discussion about Star Wars Lawrence Kasdan says this it was completely out of the blue I was really surprised I hadn't had anything to do with Star Wars since Jedi George and I had stayed in touch, and I would see him occasionally, but we weren't close. And then Kathy Kennedy called. This is before Disney was in the picture at all. We're going to make more Star Wars movies, she tells me. Will you come up and talk with George and me? I had a lot of a lot of hesitations. I went up to the ranch, not at all convinced I would do it. I was happy to see George again, and Kathy and I had never been out of touch because we had a lot of connections. And they said, look, we have hired Michael Arndt to write the next one, The Force Awakens, which, of course, as we know, they he either left or they kicked him off and then got Lawrence to write for the Force Awakens. So this is before that, but to write the next one. But there are other ideas, and you can take your pick. And I said the only one I really want to do here is Han Solo because Han is my favorite character. And they said okay, that got me over my hesitation. We made a deal for me to write Han and a deal to come on and help Michael with some other people develop what would be the next Star Wars. This project was started by George Lucas. He worked with Kathleen Kennedy and Lawrence Kasdan to get this film going. He gave it to Lawrence Kasdan. So, if there is anyone who you can accuse of ruining Star Wars with this movie in particular... Because that's the claim, that Solo is an unnecessary film that's further tarnishing the brand by being just another Star Wars movie that no one wanted. You can claim that, but the person you ultimately have to blame is the creator of Star Wars himself. And I could go in, too, about the, the, the total, like, the fact that people are literally defending the prequels in some of these arguments that I've seen. You know, because those movies didn't make Star Wars, the brand of a laughing stock to everyone, with a certain character who shall not be named. And this is nearing the end of my rant, and why I wanted to get all this off my chest and onto a video was because I'm tired of all the negativity. 
I'm tired of being told that if I like these new films, that I should not be a Star Wars fan. I'm 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 frankly sick of it. And John Campia did this same kind of thing where, you know, he posted on his Twitter a, a, a long message about how, you know, because he said he liked Solo, he kept on being accused of being a shill, and he he and he basically said he himself is kind of sad about the state of fandoms today. And a lot can be said about everything. I could go on and on about these topics. But I just wanted to get this off my chest. And also, too, I should, to, to all those saying that Solo is a movie you should not see because of, you know, everything. It's funny because if you really want to support George Lucas's vision for Star Wars, you should go see this film. Because it was one of the last films he started working on before Disney bought the company. And, um, you know, yeah. If you want them to continue making films based on his vision, you should go see a film that he started. Just an idea. Um, and I, I'm, I'm personally very excited for Solo Stars. This is the one thing that uh, the the more I experience negativity, the more it fuels me to. Just be like, you know what? I'm invested in this universe. I don't care, you know, what happens. I'm going to be a Star Wars fan until either A, they just keep, they start making movies that I don't like, or B, the brand dies. You know, because Star Wars is a brand, it is a franchise. And, yeah. This has been a uh, long rant, but a needed rant for me, because I'm tired of kind of feeling like and tired of like hiding my opinion but oh yeah, yeah you know, Star Wars is whatever you know and I'm tired of being told that I can't be a Star Wars fan if I happen to like what Disney is doing with Star Wars just because it's not George Lucas and I'm tired of hearing that oh that oh Disney is ruining the Star Wars franchise maybe they are maybe they aren't fact of the matter is is this movie was something that George Lucas himself wanted to see and so, yeah, I'm personally excited for Solo. I will be seeing it as soon as I can. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I guess what I'm going to just do from now on is now I've gotten this off my chest, I can just continue on and... and 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 I can just say that you know I I, I think of when it, whenever I see these rabid conspiracy theories online about how you know Star Wars is is being ruined or whatever and how uh, Disney is is you know trying to destroy the brand by filling it with whatever agenda they want to they want to see in these films I can just be like Buzz Lightyear in in Toy Story. You are a sad, strange little man, and you have my pity. Farewell. I just wanted to get to a point where I could do that, where I could, where, so I needed to release my, my, um, I, I want to, I needed to release my thoughts, because otherwise, 
you know, I just, I couldn't take it anymore. I was tired of being, you know, being told that not only am I wrong for liking these films, but I'm not a Star Wars fan. Of being belittled by people, not just not just on YouTube comment sections, but legitimately like this. Just there is an entire part of the Star Wars fandom that that genuinely believes that anyone who likes what Star Wars is is doing now can't be a fan, and that you're not a true fan. And I'm tired of hearing that because you know what. I am a fan of Star Wars just because I, I like movies that you don't like. And I'll say straight up, I've liked every single Star Wars movie that has come out. I have my problems with each and every one, but I like the prequels. I like the new ones. I like the originals. I like them all. Maybe it's just because I'm a fanboy, which I am. I grew up on Star Wars like most people. You know, I played the Lego games. And that was my first like introduction was I played Lego games and then, you know, I, I watched the movies and I just I fell in love with the, the universe, the characters. Um, so that right there, that would have that that would have gotten me flogged till a couple years back. If I said I genuinely like the prequels because I did It's what I grew up on. Maybe it's just my nostalgic covered glasses, but I do. I like the prequels. I think there's a lot of elements in them that are cringy and are bad, you know. But. I just, I don't know. I I just needed to get this off my chest because I'm tired of feeling like I'm somehow less of a Star Wars fan because of what these people say. And I wanted to just get my thoughts out. Maybe you guys agree. I, I, and I'll say, and I will say again, I, I totally understand if you don't like what the new Star Wars is doing. I genuinely un understand the, the the Last Jedi was a divisive film. Watching that film, I personally liked it, but I could easily see as I was watching the film, oh, that was cool. But I could, ooh, that not all, not everyone's gonna like that. You know. And I wish I could have had a bit more time to prepare. I've been sitting on this for a, two days. If Solo wasn't further, uh, wasn't so close. I probably would have probably sat on it for the rest of the week to really get my thoughts in. But yeah, I just I just wanted to I just wa wanted to get this out because I felt like it, I I needed to. It was good for me. This was there was this was therapeutic <laughs> uh in a way. Um and I'm tired of being and I I I've said this a million times but already in this episode, but I I'm tired of being criticized and bashed and feeling like my opinion and is less because I'm excited for a new Star Wars film that I'm optimistic for it and yeah I mean I think if you know I'll say this if you feel like the same way that you you are feeling like you're less of a Star Wars fan because you don't like the new movies you're not you just have an opinion that's different from other people if you're like me and you're kind of getting bogged down by the by the negativity and the the infighting in the star wars fandom you know maybe this was therapeutic for you too and maybe you could enjoy it with me i don't i don't know who's watching but um know that you know it may seem like everyone hates star wars right now but 
it seemed like everyone hated The Force Awakens when it came out. And then when Rogue One came out, everyone was like, oh, well, you know, there was always that vocal minority of people who didn't like The Force Awakens. And then when Rogue One came out, suddenly those people silent were silent. And then, then they were like, you know, well, at least The Force Awakens did this right about people who didn't like Rogue One. Now The Last Jedi is out. Force Awakens and Rogue One are now great films compared to what the travesty that is. The Last Jedi, and the fact of the matter is, is people always have something, a bone to pick with Star Wars, because the fan base is so large, people are always going to hate something about these new films, you know, the general opinion seems like is slowly turning, that the prequels are now good movies, somehow, um, you know, and as more films come out, we're going to hear that more and more of, well, at least this film did this right. You know, when the next movie comes out, I'm sure there's going to be, well, well, at least The Last Jedi did this right. At least it wasn't this bad, even if Episode Nine is, you know, the best film in the trilogy. there still be those people. Um, But, yeah. What am I saying? Be proud of who, are you, who you are. If you're a Star Wars fan like me and you love these new movies, own it. Don't let anyone get you down. If you don't like the films, great. Don't try to destroy someone else's enjoyment, though. You know? And, yeah, I mean, I, I, I would totally respect your opinion. I can see why someone wouldn't like these new films. You know, The Force Awakens was kind of a derivative of A New Hope. Rogue One was kind of, at times, sloppy when it came to its pacing and stuff. And, um, you know, the last, the last Jedi definitely did some controversial things with its handling of characters and the story overall. Um, it went in directions that not everyone was going to like. And, you know, so maybe one day we can get to a point where everyone can just love Star Wars again. I don't think it's ever going to happen because this is the internet. But I just wanted to get, for those of you out there who feel ashamed for whatever reason of liking or disliking Star Wars, don't be. And, yeah, that's all I really wanted to say. It was really long-winded, um, and I'm going on 40 minutes now, so yeah, this was probably very boring, but yeah. My name is Sir Cal. This has been a special episode of Geek Source Entertainment, and yeah, I will see you next time, and may the Force be with you. <laughs>